Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you're listening to us for the first time, please be aware that the audio quality of our earlier episodes leaves something to be desired. If you would rather skip all the episodes where the sound isn't at its best, then please skip ahead to episode 6. If the quality isn't too offensive, then enjoy the earlier episodes where we figure out the game. Thank you for joining the chaos. Welcome to episode 1 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where the characters are made up and the XP don't matter. Let the chaos begin. I'm going to use the example uh, jump point uh, story idea from the core book of Uncharted Worlds. This is called Planet Bound Salvage. The exposed support struts of this crashed starship curve overhead like the ribcage of a great dead beast. The outer hull was utterly demolished by the ship's crash landing many years ago. The inner rooms and hallways are buckled and strewn with debris. The ship's inner cargo bay is still intact. Your prize awaits. But the heist is interrupted in a flare of gunfire. All right, Rin, you're up in the helm of the Starship wreckage, surrounded by offline consoles and broken station chairs. Who are the jack sockets currently firing at you? What faction is breaching its way into the wrecked ship, even if that means going through you? The Unidor. The Unidor. All right, so they breach the airlock. It explodes inwards in lights of smoke and sparks and and all sorts of debris. And there you are, alone, standing in the helm. And they are very hostile, and it kind of looks like they're willing to kind of take whatever is on this ship. They got their weapons, they got their armor with their uniform, colors, uh, religious iconography all over it because they are a holy militant order. Uh, do you stand against them? What do you do? I will brace myself and say, what the hell are you doing here? All right, so they come in, they they circle around you, they have their weapons pointed at you. Some of them look like they're going deeper into the ship, and uh, the one that has the most, uh, I'm guessing, impressive iconography on his armor is telling you, points at you, says, stand down on your knees! I don't think so. We're taking over the ship. <laughs> no. If you refuse to stand down, then you will be executed. Okay, well... I don't feel like being executed today. So, our group has communicators. Obviously, we have to be able to keep in touch with each other, especially because Gideon uh, can keep tabs on everybody's health and everything. Gideon is up in the ship in the communications array, and you hear Gideon in your ear going, um, Ren, what's, what's going on? Your heart rate's accelerating. Uh, the Unidor are here. They're going to kill me. So. Shit, the Unidor. Uh, you plan on fighting them? Yes. Okay, I think I think I can help you out. Oh, that'd be nice. Okay, good. So, uh, good. So, remember when Gideon? When I said Gideon has the ability to to aid another or get involved from afar, Ren, you you're standing there. You're you know surrounded by these guys, and then Gideon says he thinks he can help. So he all of a sudden uh, music starts coming through your earpiece. X gone, give it to you. <laughs> so I am attempting to get involved, so I am going to roll, you know, you know to pump her off, you know, get her yeah. ready to fight and stuff. So I like that. That's pretty cool. So X, go and give it to you, and I'm going to roll 
I'm guessing this is going to be an influence roll because I'm trying to pump you up. You're rolling pump up again. Yes, so I got a <laughs> seven, eight. I got an eight, which is great. So that means on a roll of an eight, so you roll and then we'll we'll go into what happens. Oh dear. I rolled so, a seven. So you rolled a seven total. Uh, plus, what are you doing? Are you finding them melee or shooting at them? Um, I am shooting. Okay, so you're using your metal. So you add your metal to that. So okay. that's nine. Uh, so I... That is a partial success. But with Gideon helping you out, I can turn that into a complete success, which means you succeed completely in fighting these guys off without any consequence. However, Gideon takes a consequence. I incur a cost, complication, or hard choice in order to get involved. So this is what happens. We'll just go with this. So Gideon goes and puts on the pump-up music in your earpiece. However, he accidentally broadcasts that to everybody in the crew, and that's the only thing you guys can hear. Is X, all of a sudden, X gonna give it to you. It pops up in your, uh, your earpiece. Ren, you got a 10. That's a complete success. You pull out your guns. You're surrounded by people. You completely succeed in overcoming uh, these people in the room. You get to say exactly how it plays out and think super awesome action movie. And X going to give it to me. John Wick. Yes. You got the handgun. Just go and boot it up. I have a shotgun. He he did it with a shotgun, too. He was a baller, just like you. They also have guns. How many of them are there? We'll say there's about there's about four with guns on you, uh, including the uh, their their captain leader guy, and about two went down the hallway that was already opened where your your scientist guy is headed towards the cargo bay. So there's four in front of you right now, plus a captain. So we can just say you fight off the four guys, and we'll just take it from there. Okay. So you take your shotgun and you start blasting away. Yes. Blam 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 blam. With the shoddy, you blow somebody's hand off, take their gun, shoot the guy next to him, drop the gun, and look pretty badass doing it. Very action montage sequence. Yes, there we go. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Then bullet time and all that like stuff. Like some flips or something. Right. Yeah. There, you know? Awesome. So it looks awesome. All right. <laughs> Super fancy. Since I'm the GM, we'll go with the second most technical character, uh, Doctor Ezekiel the Third. Arthur Ezekiel. Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. The vault door to the inner cargo bay is tightly sealed. The locking mechanism is powered down. You can hear the sounds of combat down the hall behind you. That would be where the helm is, where Rin is. Uh, let's see. Hopefully, Rin can buy you some time. What faction symbol is embossed on the door in front of you? The Order of Fear. Oh, okay. Has burned their logo onto this door. It's like it's been graffiti over okay. something. So they've been here before or this didn't this wasn't originally their ship, but it was maybe at the time of crashing. Okay, interesting. Space pirates? Okay. The space pirates. What do you do? The cargo's on the other side of this door. And all of a sudden X gonna give it to you starts pumping into your earpiece. How do I turn this damn thing off without breaking it? Hit the off button. <laughs> I don't know over my shoulder. I, I don't care. I, just, I need to focus. Okay. On all right, the uh, is the control panel for the for this door. Is it burned out? Can it, is it serviceable to become useful again? Is it completely destroyed? You tell me. Um, that sounds like an assessment check. 
first glance, it looks destroyed. Okay. First glance, it looks destroyed. Give me an assessment check to see if you can see, you can figure out a way around it or something of that nature. Uh, seven plus interface? Uh, yes. It gives me an eight. The damn music is real distracting. Yes, it is real distracting. So I reveal something interesting about the subject. So this panel next to the door looks destroyed, but it, if you're looking at it, you look at the wiring, this isn't. This panel it does not control the door. It's a false panel. Okay, then I will search for Give me a, I guess that would be another assessment check. <laughs> Oh, not good. Oh, wow. Four, you do not. You cannot find the uh, the way to open this door. And time is running out. Wait, I need your help. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. Wait, what? I can't turn it off. What do you want? I need to get through this door, Wayne. Okay. What door? Turn on your camera. Uh... Shit. <laughs> okay, camera. This door, Wade. Okay, uh, so let me see. He's gonna try to aid you <laughs> with X give it to you playing loudly. Aid uh, Wade. He's gonna uh wait a Hold on, I'm downloading myself into you. Well, your communicator, I suppose. Okay. Some time passes, the music shuts out, and then you hear you hear like a, a slightly digitized voice. It's like Men, we have to teach that kid better music taste. Something from like this century. Or last century. Yes, or just in the past ten centuries. Find me. A power circuit, a control panel. Something. You're very stressed out, you're under fire, so give me a face adversity roll and add your metal. So two D six plus your metal. Focus and have nerves of steel. Five. Five. Okay, Wade's gonna help you out here. He got a seven. So, oh, look at that. He actually turns a failure into a partial success. So you succeed at a cost, and so does he. <laughs> or it. Wow, this is already not looking good for our heroes. The only power source I can find is my shot glove, Wade. You are going to have to connect it to the console. Power it up so I can get in. So, oh god. <laughs> okay, so you press up your so he's making a fist and he's pressing it up against the uh, the console and you discharge it. And cringing. And you definitely get some kind of electric feedback from this thing, so you zap yourself pretty good. Uh, you're you're absorbing the blow, so you're not gonna brace for impact. So you take a a pretty minor injury to your hand, so your your hand, well, we'll just say it's numb until I say otherwise can't use that hand but the console powers up enough for wade to get in and he hacks the door and the door pops open and then the console shuts down and he's stuck in it the you get the door open and you let me see you have a you, you guys have access to a vehicle so i'm assuming you guys brought the vehicle down in here so the cargo container that you were looking for that has been described to you by your buyer is roughly two meters long and requires two people to carry. So you're there. If uh, if you're able to, if it's just you, you can move it, but you're going to be clumsy the whole time. It's a lot easier to do with two people. So, but you have the cargo in front of you, and what do you do? 
while trying to drown out X gonna give it to you, I will let uh, Flossie yeah. know. Alright, I found our cargo container. Are you still are you still nearby? Flossie, you're on the outer perimeter. What kind of inhospital terrain are we dealing with outside the crashed ship? It's kind of like um Kind of like what I would describe as a jungle. It's okay. hot and okay. buggy. A hot human jungle yeah, planet? Human, okay. Yeah. Okay. So why didn't you see the Unidor troop transport shuttles until they started disgorging their soldiers? There were neat things in the jungle. Okay. Flossie was distracted when yeah. she was lookout. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <clears throat> And then, so you're looking around at um, fascinating, gigantic insect life in this jungle planet, and then all of a sudden, X gonna give it to you, fills your ears, freaks you out a little bit, then he's yelling at you, all this stuff is going on, and then you see um, a, a, a Unidor shuttle swooping in, maybe about five meters away from you, with more troops coming out. And uh, the guy in front says, all right, men, fan out, secure the perimeter. And it looks like they haven't noticed you, but now you're dealing with your own set of Unidor holy soldiers. And he is telling you he needs help to get this cargo out of the ship. What do you do? Um, so I look for a way that I can uh, sneak through them. Okay. To get to him. If you're going to sneak, it's like you're not, you're not uh, fighting them. You're not launching an assault or anything like that. So we're going to say that's face adversity. And in order to sneak, let's see, you are, well, let me see, what would be a good skill for that? You, uh, physique. Since you're going to be moving around and you're moving around trees and you're probably going to have to be doing some complicated limbo-like maneuvers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Climbing trees and stuff. And, mm. Okay, so roll physique. Eight. Eight. All right. So eight, that is a partial success with, um, so the danger is overcome, but at a price. So I have to offer you a cost or a hard choice. Um, what weapons did you have? You had throwing knives or just throwing knives? Okay. All right. Uh, no, not good enough. So, all right. So we're going to say that you, you managed to sneak past these guys, you, but you're crawling through the dense underbrush and everything. And what happens is as you're crawling under like some bushes and everything, hiding in the leaves from these guys, you actually kind of crawl through an insect colony. And you are covered in bugs and bites. You, get, you scrape most of the bugs off, but you are now, because of the pain and the swelling, you are now clumsy. Oh, already then. And you're also a little dizzy too. You're not sure what kind of venom these things injected into you, but you're feeling a little woozy <sighs> and clumsy. But you get there and you're hauling butt back to the downed ship. Right. All right. All right. And uh, we said that uh, Heetal is on the ship at the helm, and Gideon is in communications. Flossie runs back. Um, well, as you're running, they had other two guys there. So you're there, you're communicating to Flossie, um, and when I say you are, I mean you, Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Two Unidor soldiers are coming down the hallway at 
towards this open cargo bay that you have hidden in. So they're coming right for you. What do you do? You know what you said. Yes. Okay, what is beyond the the basic gear, the, the, the gear we started with, I mean, mm-hmm. what other trinkets, mementos, odd bits and ends, starting equipment do we have? Like just general, like things that wouldn't normally, you wouldn't need a license for or cost a lot of money, like just random, like multi-tool pocket knife I think is acceptable. Uh, I just want to pull out, okay, so remember the original mummy? Benji pulled out the, the just collection of religious necklaces. Oh, okay. Right? All right. Just start thumbing through them. You got a door, huh? See, no. Give, okay, give me a face adversity roll that's going to be uh, using your influence. You're silly, you got this. Nine. Oh, you succeed at a cost. Okay. Okay, so you you pull up the Unidor holy symbol and you're like, what are you guys? Well, the, well I'm what do you say? Okay. I'm, no, guys, look, our goals line up on this one. I just need this piece. All right, you can have the rest of the cargo. Okay, so you point at the uh, the cargo that you came for, and you succeed, as in they don't shoot you. But then they say. You know, let's see. The, the downside of it is like, no, that's what we're here for. You're going to help us get this on our ship. Split the profits 60-40? This isn't about profits. There is a holy war going on, citizen. Layman. I, pleb. Doctor. Pleb. There we go. Pleb. Doctor. Doctor. Dr. Pleb. It's strange. Who am I to check? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You tell me what you're going to do. They're not immediately hostile towards you, but it looks like you guys are about to get into an argument. Okay. You want the cargo for your religious war. I need the cargo for my for my contact who was going to purchase it from me. He was going to give me some, some mm-hmm. money. I will sell it. I will let you have it for... 70% of that. Interesting. Give me, uh, that's another face adversity roll using influence. Eight, you succeed at a cost. 100%. And we let you live. 60%. <laughs> and I give you medicine. We'll get back to that. Flossies running through the jungle, scratching at things. It really hurts. Red, you took out four of the soldiers in front of you. All that's left is their captain, who is looking very concerned right now, and possibly even a little horrified that you just took out his men like they were nothing. Okay. What do you do? Also, keep in mind, I'm going to give it to you. It's still rocking. Yes, it's still... <laughs> First we're going to rock, then we're going to roll, then we let it pop. Go, let it go! So, do you still want to execute me, or do we want to work something out here? (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to intimidate him into standing down? Yes. Okay, so give me a face adversity roll using your influence. Uh, Six. Oh, he looks at you, he's like, you can't have that much ammo left, and he opens fire at you. Uh, So are you going to return fire? I don't need ammo. I have shock. Oh, that's right. You're going to hit him with the... uh, Okay, so give me a 
launch assault roll. That is your physique. Seven. Seven. You succeed, but at a cost. So what happens? You you put this guy down with the, the shock baton, but you get some kind of consequence. Well, first of all, describe what happens, and I'll see if I can come up with a good consequence. Just shock him with the, uh... Okay. I guess it's like a... Bayonet type attachment. Like a bayonet taser ball. Okay, so yes. you jam it. You jam it in a in a soft spot in his armor, like in his armpit. He, goes, aah, 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 aah. he just shocks, but the electrical discharge causes his grip to tighten, and you get shot in the leg. So you'd have a uh, let's see, you have a minor injury now. Uh, let's see here with injuries. So that that's your cost. You get wounded while fighting this guy. Well, that's gonna piss me off. I hit him with the butt of the gun. Yes, you can. <laughs> you you shock him. He he shoots you in the thigh, and then you scream out in pain and just butt whip this guy across the face. You would take major damage from his weapon. However, since you were wearing armor, you get to brace for impact. So roll two d six plus your armor rating. So what do you have? Mesh weave plus one. Mm-hmm. So two d six plus one. Eight. Eight. The, your armor does nothing, and you take a major injury to your leg. So you are—you get a debility. You are limping right now. Okay. Okay. And so, and then all of a sudden, Flossie comes running into the helm. <laughs> you saw a convenient hole in the side of the ship that gets you closer to the cargo bay. So you come running in, and you see these Unidor. Uh, soldiers dead on the floor. There's a Unidor captain dead at uh, Rin's feet, and Rin is, has a bullet hole in her thigh. And she's kind of oh, bent over. man. Well, at least you did them worse than they could do. Good job. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> I'm supposed to keep that red of course not. <laughs> keep it inside, like my feelings. <laughs> All right, I like I like the stoic look that uh, Christy has on her face right now. It's like, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. All right, what uh, what does Flossie do? Your friend is hurt, but your friend is also asking for help uh, in the cargo bay. So uh, we we need to get to Zeke. He needs our help right now. Uh, oh, not fine. Me with walking. Fine. 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 All right, let's do this. <laughs> fine. Fine. Okay. A shuttle that has a turret on it. They can use somebody to shoot it. Well, they're not in it right now. So, okay, so you're going back to the cargo bay. Mm-hmm. Ren, you're going with her. Uh, here's a good question. Are you letting uh, Flossie kind of hold you up, or are you walking no. like, no? Okay. So you go down the hallway to the cargo mm-hmm. bay, and when you walk into the hallway and you get to the doors of the cargo bay, you see the doors wide open, but you see two Unidor soldiers with their guns pointed in there. Facing the other way. Facing the other way at him. And you say, no, you give us 100% and we don't kill you. And then you hear your friend, Dr. Zeke, kind of like, no, 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 in there. So what do you do? Um, I use my sneak attack skill. Oh, okay. Sneak attack. Roll my knives in their backs. Roll plus metal. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You're... Yeah, metal, since you're throwing your knives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, metal. Oh, good lord. That was bad. So that would be an eight. 
That is an eight. Okay, so I will give you two options. Choose one of them. Let's see. You can either... Uh, I know what you want to do. <clears throat> you know what? I'll give you an interesting choice. You can either kill them or rob them. Kill them. Okay. Dr. Zeke. Zeke, if I can call you that. Probably not. Uh, you're there saying no 100% or we'll kill you, and then you're you're trying to barter with them. Then all of a sudden, they both kind of like freeze up, and one of them has like a little trickle of blood gurgling out of their mouth, and they both slump forward, and you see Flossie behind them, and behind Flossie, you see Rin just kind of slowly, slowly, but trying not to not to look like she's moving slowly down the hallway towards you. Should have gone with 70%. <laughs> what do you all do? Huh? Uh, are you okay? Fine. How about you? I'm fine. You know. What's wrong with your hand? Uh, we're not going to talk about it. Anyways. Oh. Is this the cargo we need? This is the cargo we need. This two-meter okay. container right so, here. Okay. All right. Uh, the song finally ends. Thank the song God. played all the way through, and Gideon gets back on the comms. Oh. It's like... Um, also, yeah. we need to rescue Wade and out of the uh, out of the <laughs> shipboard door. Here. Right as soon as Gideon gets on the comm saying, um, uh, Wade hasn't come back yet. Oh, What's no, going we on? We know where Wade is. He's fine. Oh, good. Out of curiosity, how do I uh, hack apart enough of the door command interface so that we can bring Wade back to the ship? Okay, I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to get involved, and, oh dear, you're going to have to roll your interface. Or somebody's going to have to roll their interface. Whoever's better at it. What's an interface? Okay, looks like the, looks like the chemist has the best chance with computers. So, all right. So, hold on. Gideon is going to help you out. Uh, using his interface. So, that's actually, oh dear... Still not okay. Still gonna have a cost. Okay, so now you roll your interface. Fuck me sideways. Oh Jesus! What'd you get? Six total. Six total. So he turned a failure into a partial success because he helped you out. So that was nice of him. Yeah, there we go. Using the camera and everything, he's telling you where. I was like, no, that's 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 the that's the data port. That's the hard drive. Just rip it out and bring it back to the ship. I can get him out. <laughs> you shock yourself. Uh, brace Disconnect for the power supply. Right. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it was powered. Yeah, it was. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, roll. Give me a brace for impact roll. So roll two d six plus your armor. Okay, I'm the only unarmored. Kid. So roll two d six. Eleven. Oh wow. <laughs> so, so that was actually going to be a major. Um, Injury for you, but since you rolled 11, you reduce it to minor. So now I have two minor injuries. Yes, which is fine. So you have so one of your hand has severe electrical burns, the other hand has severe electrical burns, and now you can't <laughs> carry the cargo. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> Well, it's a good thing you got two other crewmates with you. <laughs> so you're okay to help carry, to help Flossie carry this? Good, I'll lead yeah. the way, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all 
Alrighty then. So, uh, Flossie and Rin uh, grab a hold of the cargo and start bringing it back to which shuttle? Uh, Honey Badger 1 or Honey Badger 2? Uh, Honey Badger 1. The one with the turret? Yes. yes. Oh, good idea. Okay. We didn't know what we were getting into, so we took the arm shuttle. To get, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, you buy the turrets. I'll hang out in the med bay. I'll fix myself, apparently. Hey, Physician, heal thyself. Right. Yeah. So, you got anything for bug bites? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. She looks like horribly, like, just, just pockmarked. Swollen up. Apparently, whatever's on this planet, she's allergic to. Uh, it's not It's not fun. Heatal, since you are. Since, since you are the most uh, eloquent, you know, business or you know, diplomatic type person. Tell me what faction hired you to retrieve this cargo? His company. Oh, uh, Megatry. Megatry yeah. Pharmaceuticals. Yes, they okay. did. Okay. All right. What kind of place is your drop-off point? Where it have- is a uh, generalized spaceport. Okay. Mainly, like a shipping hub, essentially. A shipping hub. So, so. smaller transports can okay. go there, drop off goods okay. for the larger ones to go so further distances. is it planetary-based, a moon? Is it a space station? It's a space station. Okay. So we're on a small space station. That's a... Well, that's our destination. Right. right. Yeah, that is your destination. That is where you're dropping it off. Thanks for letting us know. So you three get back on the shuttle and power up everything and start to take off. Combat antihistamine for... Uh, so we have a band oh, or something? We have a whole med bank. Yeah. yeah. Also, you might want to man the turret if you guys are getting shot up after. So, okay, so we have, we have somebody who is very much swollen and in pain. We have somebody with a bullet hole in her leg that she needs to patch up, and we have a guy who can't use his hands. So I need to know who's flying the ship and who is manning the turn. Oh, you're in the shuttle. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, you were in the ship. Okay. No, in the shuttle. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Okay, so never mind. Your pilot is on the ship, uh, and the swollen girl who's about to go into anaphylaxis. No, is no, 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 no. I got the meds. I'm good. I get to the med bay. I'll tell okay. which compartment the, yeah. okay. the drugs are introduced. He's got the hook. Okay, as soon as the, the cargo gets on the ship, you close the doors, your pilot takes off. So, what are the qualities of this honey badger? It, it has a turret, it has a workspace, and it's agile. Agile. Okay, there we go. So, it. On a dime, you just fire it up, flip up on the engines, and burn towards the uh, irritated badger. <sighs> so I have to vomit that out next time. I, so, oh, it's hard. It. It's hard. Man. It's your home. I you know. live in a badger. It's highly irritated. <laughs> oh, boy. At least it doesn't look like a badger. No, we have a panel on the side. It's, it's like a pinnacle style. So it's a badger. So it's a, it's a, badger. Yes. It's a, it's a yes. pin-up badger yes. laying in a sexually receptive position yes. on top of a cartoon torpedo. Yes. Yes. This is horrifying. Yes. A Wombat-class Oh, my God. That was gorgeous. Oh, okay. And he slides into home. Writing that down. Wombat-class freighter named the Irritated Badger. That is great. Does the fuel exhaust come out in little cubes? Just out of curiosity. No. No, no, no. That's the fuel source. Just, oh, the fuel source is cubes. Great. Heatall, as you are... Heatall. Hentall, sorry. I got a butcher. Oh, uh, oh, wait, I thought that was. Sorry, sorry, I wrote a. I can't read my own writing. So, Hentall, you are. You're burning. You're going through the atmosphere towards the ship. Your sensors light up as other armed shuttles are veering onto your position, and it looks like they're 
tracking you with their uh, tracking computers. That's not helpful. What do you do? Hey, get ready to shoot, because I'm going to fly like a motherfucker. All right. <laughs> now we get to go into starship battle mode. Woo-hoo! The way starship combat works is so we have somebody piloting, which is great. Wait, just piloting, piloting relies on metal, right? Yes. Sweet. Very much so, especially hot dog stunt flying. Uh, let me see here. Do, 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 do. So we have threats here. So was the shuttle that you're you're driving is that shielded or not? No, not shielded. no shields. Okay, we don't have shields. So if you get hit, everyone just makes a brace for impact roll. And okay, so we have a pilot and somebody on the turrets. You're trying to hot dog it and avoid running into these other shuttles and everything. So I want you to give me a face adversity roll plus your metal. Okay, now. When I see that coming in, can I hit up Gideon and ask him to plot, like, the most efficient course through there? Like, hey, Gideon, we're about to get intercepted. Is there anything nearby that we can use for cover or Uh, me. There's a lot of guys coming our way. Let me check. I'm not in navigation. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you can just roll. Just roll. (laughs) I got a seven. A seven. So you got a seven. That's a partial success. Gideon, however, got a thirteen on his on his get involved roll, which means uh, let me see. I can turn a partial success into a complete success. So you take no consequences. You're there's some pieces of orbiting space debris. It used to be like a uh, like a satellite or something. That's like he actually guides you through it. I'm imagining like an Iron Man 2-esque flight pan through it, just here, hit there, go. Yeah, so you're just, you're with, since your ship is so agile and he knew that, you calculated the exact trajectory that actually requires turns that really not many other ships can make, especially in uh, a vacuum. Some of the other ships get, uh, they, they impact on the wreckage and explode. Flossie, you are manning the big turret, so you're actually <laughs> shooting, so give me an open fire roll. Roll your metal. Uh, 12. Whoa, complete success! You actually managed... So there was about... Uh, there was about three ships on you. One of them impacted in the debris as you were going through. And when you, as soon as you guys flew out, Flossie with the multi, multi-target turret... You sweep in a firing arc and you take out the other two people following you. You fly into the the ship. Gideon opens up the doors. You attach on. The airlock opens. You're all back on your ship. And I am beelining for the helm. Hental hauls butt to the helm and starts. So you have an option here. So out here in space, there's several armed shuttles down there that brought the Unidor to the planet that you were on, you can either race away at normal speed, or you can make a wild jump just to get the hell out of there. What is the downside of a wild jump? Let me explain that to you. So something about Uncharted Worlds, in this world, there is faster than light travel, there's instantaneous travel throughout the galaxy, however, it requires you to go to a jump point. Jump points are rifts in space that were created by jump drives in predictable parts of you know, the galaxy, but however, jump points are usually about a week's journey away from uh, anything habitable. 
Okay. It's a week out, basically, because of you know gravity interference and whatnot. And that's usually the safest way to travel, is you burn for a week, get to a jump point, and then you go for a week wherever your destination is. Now, you can do a wild jump, which is you just activate the jump drive, and there's no telling what could happen. You could be completely off course... Something weird could happen, people could get injured, parts of the ship could end up missing. It's a huge risk whenever you make a wild jump. What do you do? Well, we have a navigation bay, right? Yes, you do. So that one, uh, when I plan a long voyage, would this be a long voyage or a short voyage? No, this this is an emergency wild jump. So this would be like a, when you plot a voyage, that would be when you get to an actual jump point. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Hold on. Read the read it to me. When you plan a long voyage, choose one. The voyage will be fast, safe, pleasant, or profitable. Yeah, I don't think a wild jump uh, pertains to that. But can I use that as in my normal jump to plot it safe so that I can uh, avoid? Because mm. let's because so can avoid the faction. Choose a faction to avoid. Okay. The Unidome. Okay, so you're going to six. Okay, you're going to try we'll to take like a roundabout way to our destination, like a way they wouldn't expect. Okay, all right. So let me. Oh wait, no. Um, hang on a second. Sorry. Okay. Oh, uh, pause, pause, pause. That's okay. a skill. Sorry, I was reading that totally wrong. Okay, no, it's not. It's sorry. Right. It's a workspace. Is my navigation? I have a navigation's workspace. Okay, not yeah. the skill. Can I use that to help? plot then the wild jump at all or is wild jump there's no time to plot you just go no there's no you just hit the jump button and and hopefully you know get the coordinates in and hit the jump button and, and hopefully something non-fatal happens it's exceptionally unsafe you know space operas aren't really space operas without risk what do you guys think Falls to the wall or coming out of a jump is a uh, a unidor battle cruiser jump run <laughs> wild jump okay there we go roll 2d6 this ain't going to be pretty, guys. You're I'm forcing sorry. your ship to make a wild jump. Knocked on wood. That's a seven. Do I add oh. anything to it? Nope. So the illness and hallucinations are pronounced. You hit the jump button, and the world just shifts. It's like, um, you know, like those, uh, those wavy dissolve effects from 80s movies? Yeah. Your body does that. As you warp through time... Through a place that isn't meant to exist. You're turning into a penguin. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what penguins sound like. No, I didn't say you engage the infinite and probability drive. (laughs) Is there a transmogrifier on board? (laughs) (laughs) No, but the time flush capacitor's blown. We're fucked. (laughs) Game over, man. Game over. That's it. It's all done now. You hit the wild jump. And then you, the whole world lurches and everything, and then you revert back to real space. Everyone just feels varying levels of extreme nausea. Let me see it. Let me, let's make a random roll here. And Rin, you're, for a sudden, you just start hearing X going to give it to you again. It's like Mondays. (laughs) Man, I hate Mondays. That was weird. This must have been Thursday. But it's echoey and distorted like in a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, so small children or something. Gideon, stop it! I'm not doing Gideon's anything. That's <laughs> oh. gonna give it to you. They're gonna give it to you. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Okay, I'm really sorry, and I gotta find a sick bag real quick. Oh, that one wasn't so bad this time. Oh God, why didn't you warn us? Well, the battle are coming out of of hyperspace. There's been more than enough warning. Oh, oh. where are we? 
not there. So you go, you look over your instruments at the helm, and actually find, you find a, uh, there's a, a world in front of you that doesn't appear to be on any of the charts. That's so not helpful. You found an undiscovered planet. Let's plant our flag. Does it show any sign of already being inhabited? Oh, you guys have long-range scanners, don't you? I, I don't. I have, I have navigation. Sensors. sensors, yes. On, my, on Honey Badger 2 has sensors. Hey, you should take it for a probe run. All right. <laughs> and, well, it has shields, too. That much better than my, <laughs> my turdy goodness. Unshielded turdy goodness, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it works well in a pair. You take the lead, we'll come from behind, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, I'll absorb all the incoming fire as long as you kill them, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, so you go into the, what is it, the Honey Badger 2? Honey Badger 2. The electric Boogaloo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, so you get into your uh, your little shuttle, engage the airlock, you disconnect from the irritated badger, and you head on down to the world. And we don't know what... And we'll find out what waits for you there. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Special thanks goes to Sean Gomez for the creation of Uncharted Worlds and permission to explore them. For more information, please visit uncharted-worlds.com. We would like to thank peacelovinggames.com for their support, another dead weirdo on Reddit for the stellar intro tunes, art by Sulfuric on Facebook for our logo and website banner design. Connect with us on Facebook at the Chaotic Goodness Podcast page and on Twitter at chaotic underscore podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email at contact at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com or message us through social media. If it tickles our gray matter, we might just use it on the air.